Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close. You vote lies on our identity. I build like he who steps, architect like M.O. Step. Son had the son himself to guard deadly with the art. I fit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight seven dwelling in your melon. No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal, my rhyme suicidal. I worship no idols. My style of the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence passed my coup. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on a stoop. Got Scoop the swoop in my loop. Do the knowledge, whack them seeds, get slayed like flu. In which the sun of the star, a gift from the gods. Roof flying through the sky with golden wings. Submerged into the light. Mighty body, golden king with the scepter of justice. Melanin cultivating chain until we are Aquarians. Finally becoming one with the righteous sun. Solar, souls are raw. Magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above. Soul below, the souls just trapped in the lowest depths of hell. Coordinated into 76 trillion cells To break free, we must be refined Masculine and feminine properties combined The devil is the author of confusion 183,000 religions and religions Denominations that's post-schisms and isms Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal Most of it is allegorical based on esoteric principles Baptist versus Methodist Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah's Witness Mormons versus Seven-Day Advances Atheists and Agnostics, divine and the tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists. Yo, they aim to imprison or two beings through ignorance. So we crush the head of Leviathan. Battle mind control, civility, suggestion, brainwashing, indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economic health and labor, entertainment and war. Yo, sex and war. In this chessboard game called Life, we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Another song right here, so you know how we do. Yeah, South Shaolin, the classified elements, we here now. So all you fruit loop, colored candy, white peanut butter and jelly, cool ass niggas, you press the duck and rough for cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Into the temple gates, cross the fiery lakes For witness to torture souls and plant upon burning stakes Let's send the cherubims, raising hell to reach heaven gates Fire bombing cathedrals when I switch my car to stay Regard to animal, from animal back to God Restoring these jewels like WD for rod To raise a nation that's indispensable, indivisible Based on principle, relate to digital Outputs to outlooks, temperatures rise in As the sun of righteousness gives spiritual guidance In the lion's den the 
phoenix to ride sin, spitting balls for war to the belter for riot yeah, with the iron to hootie. These faggot devils can't fool me. The fellas get porn and digesting the pig's booty. This shit is the wickedness, lost in the wilderness. We're never at here to just go ahead and slit your wrist. The black guard exists. What devils try to exit? Living their planet crisis until destroyed by ISIS in the pit of demons. I'm ancient chemist dreaming, converting satanic chords with the beta semen. Sword swinging, decapitator, purple addicted, crystal wand mystic. Keep a glow with drinks when I'm lifted. I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states. Only trespassers with the gods I relate. Mental alchemist, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden race above my head to figure eight. I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states. Only trespassers with the gods I relate. Mental alchemist, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden race above my head to figure eight. In the devil's head. Severed on a dinner plate Before the throne of God All devils will meet the fate Below the mason dicks Arises the future gray Imperial, ethereal Sound the trumpets through the stereo Murders with mice That's why I scratch off the cereal Your first creation Send you back to some minerals South Shaolin Double MC is the abbot More risk be the nation Black man's land We gotta have it Restore the throne Eradicate the savage When disaster strikes Actual facts he can't manage A fool's on deck Sink ships like Titanic, spread a fear across the land, causing a justified panic. Amongst the brain dead zombies, grabbing the spits of bandits while these wicked overseas collect residuals in their hammock. Corporate folks forever remain rancid, poisoning to the mind, afflicting subconscious damage. I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states, only transmitters with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden razor, but my head's a figure eight. I'm Melchizedek, moving through 50 states. Let me transmit with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight. Return of the ancient one, the Moorish Naga, the Dragon Rider, or breathing fire. Generator, operator, destroyer, a self lord and master, instructor, a Kama Sutra, practicing Tantra, a Kriya Yoga, a Kutalini, the Resurrector, Shishuna, the Eater, Pingala, awaken the seven chakra to come to Avatar, Muhammad the Conqueror, putting swords to your juggler, singing to the ether, the water, air, fire, bender, the earth ruler, Aja in the news ever. In the saga, I spirit terror, every sound of horror, reflection crack mirrors, minds made feeble, dreams crumble, a curse dribble, thieves in the temple, raise the mental, beyond the four devils, you whack motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, all you goddamn cool niggas out there, you know what I'm saying, they was trying to put that fucking rope around them goddamn throats, you know what I'm saying, cause you didn't, you didn't all this goddamn hip hop, that's why hip hop dead motherfuckers, yeah, cool niggas, yeah, you cool niggas. Aight, aight, aight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's old school right there. That was about that was about five years ago, me and the guy put it down. You know, so um Yeah, we're gonna get this thing popping here and get started in a few minutes. Yeah, we got you on co host brother Bay, brother Tecumsha. Which anything you wanna build on tonight? Anything you wanna say before we get started? <laughs> All right, we got a guest coming on tonight. Her name is Professor Michelle Gibson. All right, and she got a lot of hot information for you. She'll be talking about earth grades and ley lines and particular cities across 
the Americas as well as also throughout the world in which that correlates as far as on the 33rd um, ley line as well as also on various other ley lines, how the pyramids uh, connect and everything. So she's going to be getting in. She's going to be going in, y'all. You know, so you definitely don't want to miss this. All right. So um, let's see here. He said he didn't come to her in the um in the email. So what you been up to, brother Fahim? Uh, I've been uh, talking to the brother, to the sister, uh, the brother of uh, uh, Amir, trying to say she needs to send her papers in before she go to that that hearing. You know what, though, God? I don't know. I don't know if that sister want her um, personal information on the live. We on live Facebook, and we also okay. on live um, okay. YouTube. So let's talk about it on the video. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to ask you. I called you earlier. I'm going to ask you was that necessary. Yeah, we've been so busy, God, um, getting this um, store open. I'm just really excited, <laughs> you know. Um, um, but I know all is all is well. All is well. I'm so glad that y'all have connected. Um, well, you don't you didn't know. It's all good. Now look at this small court people. Ain't this hot? Yo, this is huge, yo. Who's is this? <laughs> For real. I don't know whose it is, but if y'all don't snatch it up, yo. I might I might have to put it around my neck. Y'all tripping. That's where you go put it. Yeah, you, hey, <laughs> oh, hey. I'm like bracelet or hey. something. That's Jonas. Hey, that's that's hot right there. We're making some really fire. That's, that's real nice. Yeah. That's real so nice. Get your titanium ore records. If y'all, or one sister said she dropped hers and broke it. I'm like, well, this is you got too. You know what I mean? <laughs> what you gonna make? Your earrings? What you gonna do? Bracelet and a ring? What you gonna do? You know, so um, we really want to just say thank y'all so much for everybody who's been getting the crystals, um, tapping into the vibrations that's on on high. Um, I like the titanium. It's so pretty. If y'all haven't seen it, y'all definitely got to see it. Um, it basically, I'm going to re- read this real quick. It's an overall feel better crystal oh, that works to hasten recovery. It also works to keep you healthy so that um, you won't fall sick. Um, these crystals also aid in the treatment of all sorts of issues. Um, crystals will definitely help with um, this 5G vibe because it's a whole bunch of stuff going on. No doubt. Um, you know, with these chemtrails and these ley lines and all this other stuff that's going on. So have enough crystals around you. I definitely say the darker crystals because they help to ground you. Um, tourmaline is also a really good one. Um, um, what is it called? Moldavite, you know, um, that came from the Bohemian vibe. That one's actually 14.8 million years old. Um, one brother said when he grabbed his Moldavite for the first time, he felt like he was like, that's because it's resonating so, so powerfully. Um, so, um, so if you caution with Moldavite, <laughs> but, um, it also is really good because the Moldavite, because some people are like, crystals don't work, you know, but then you get an opportunity to see, wow, I really do feel something, you know. Um, another really good one like that is Celestine. Celestine has like a gentle vibration too with it, but um, you can feel it. You can really, really feel it. 
Um, but the Titanium Ore Quartz, which is the star of the show, because it's so colorful, it has all the colors. It has yellow and purple, pinks and greens and blues. It is really, really beautiful. Um, it helps you understand why people are the way that they are and why relationships fail or succeed and why you just need to roll with the changes. So it's like it's like a feel-good crystal. Um, and even if two people are complete opposites, it can still make a relationship work when you when you roll in with your with your crystal. It's a titanium quartz. So I just wanted to really build on it because I love it. I love it. Um, but real quickly, while we're waiting on the goddess to come on, I'm going to talk about... Um, so she's listening. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get in. Oh, okay. Well, goddess, call in on the 626-414-3535. Again, that's 626-414-3535. Also, to family, y'all connect on the calendar event. Um, we definitely cannot wait till March because y'all know that's our conference time, and we've been they building together now for 19 years. I'm on Facebook Live. So, so yeah. do I need to go back out to get in? I would. Okay. Yeah. Get on back in there. How you doing? Um... All right, so you know what we got coming up. We got March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, our annual conference. All right, our annual conference. All right, if you're in or around, or even if you're coming from far away, come and check us out on the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. All right, that is our conference, all right, our annual conference, United Washington, Deduct Amonia, Indigenous Aboriginal People of the Americas, all right? So you definitely want to check that out. That is, once again, March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, all right? So that is next month, all right? So you got about a month and a week and a half. So um, get yourselves ready to come on down. We will be having meditation, yoga, fitness, nutrition, poetry, music, all right? Of course, the lectures will be on law, history, astrology, numerology, um, as well as also agriculture, metaphysics, and more, all right? So if you're looking for a fantastic, fantastic time, all right, you definitely want to come to this. Once again, that's March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. If y'all have any questions, give us a call at 910-364-9099. That's 910-364-9099. All right, check us out. All right? Now, that's just a, that's just a little tip of the iceberg in which that we will be going to the Serpent Mounds. All right? That would be in Ohio, in Adams County in Ohio, to the Serpent Mounds, all right? That will be in May. You don't have a date as yet, but it will be on the calendar of events this coming week, all right? And, of course, y'all already seen the flyer. I know you have. We will be going in September, the end of September, the first week of October. We will be going to the Bahamas, Honduras. Mexico, all right? We will be going to the pyramid sites, two pyramid sites, 
We'll be going to Proto Costa Mayan Ruins, all right, which is actually the Olmec Ruins. And you also will be going to Chesanisa, not chicken and pizza, but Chesanisa, all right? You will be going to see the home of the mythology of Quasicorto, and you will see where the serpents come down from the pyramid. And then the sun during March, during the same time of March 22nd, all right, 21st and 22nd, 23rd, the sun comes down through the center, all right, during the vernal or spring equinox. And it looks like the sun is there sitting, just like the illuminated third eye. Or the illuminated third eye, as my wife said, yes. Because the summer righteousness comes with healing its wings. So you will also get a chance to see all of this. Of course, you know, make sure that you bring some good shoes. Don't be thinking because it's high, you're going to be wearing flip-flops. Because I'm going to tell you, it's some walking. All right? But you're going to get to the pyramids and enjoy yourself. And bring some extra shoes, too, because the natives will trade with you. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> they say, they would say, superstar, superstar. All right, so um, we definitely want to get that out to you. And um, what we're going to try to do now is um, get on in. Okay, there she go. All right. Right, right but we're going to try. All to right. Yeah, yeah, we got you, but we want to get you on. Um, we want to get you on. I might not be able to do all of that, guys, because. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, we're going to see what we can. <laughs> yeah, it's not showing up in my Gmail. All right, all right. Um, well, we can hear you loud and clear. How about y'all? Can y'all hear her loud and clear? I'm here. Okay, yes, they can hear you loud and clear, Michelle. Perfect. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor for us to have you. We appreciate you coming on to share your information. Well, thank you for the invitation. Okay, God. Okay, Brother Fahim. Okay, that was our co-host saying he's going to mute himself. And while we're doing that, did you have any slides, anything that you wanted to show? We're going to try to get you on. If you have the, if you have the ones mm-hmm. that I sent you, okay, you could probably use those. If we can't get a visual connection, be back on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me let me pull you up here. Okay. Which one, goddess? We have circle alignment on the planet Algiers. That is it. Um, part one. eight. Okay, part eight. Yeah, part eight is where I entered North America in Louisiana. All right. Okay, it's up. All right. Um, Thank you. 
Okay, we got everything pulled up now, Michelle. Okay. Uh-oh. I can give a little bit of background if that would be helpful. Michelle? Yeah. I guess we must have lost her, y'all. That's okay. I'm, I'm here. I I can hear you. Um, what else? Oh, I yeah. can hear you. Also, mm. show y'all some. Um, I don't understand. There was a book I wanted to show y'all. It is so good. I was like, this is really good for beginners. Like some people are homeschooling their children, so it's called Natural Remedies. Um, work with nature to protect your body and to promote healing. And it goes in, it like shows you. Can you hear me? It's one of the um, very powerful herbs of the herb kingdom. It's golden seal and it shows you what it looks like from the rooter (laughs) all the way to the root to the flower. Yeah, and then it gives you a little breakdown of it. It tells you how to use it. Like you boil a handful of the golden seal in one quart of water for 20 minutes. You let it cool to room temperature, and you can apply it to your eyes with a clean cloth. Um, so, it's, And then it also talks about how you can do um, eye bath. Now, this is deep how I just came up to this um, chrysanthemum blossom, too, because a lot of people are familiar with that. And they also show you what eye bright looks like, how to make potato poultices. Um, um, yeah, look at this Oregon grapefruit. People, I also call them mountain berries. But look at this. It tells you what it's good for and how to make it. You can boil it in a pot, and you can also clean your eyes with it as well. It got really – so this is a section on eyes. I'm telling you, y'all, my whole thing is supposed to be inspiring each other so that we can elevate. For real, we are so creative, and I can't wait to see what everybody will create. Um, It shows you how to use a fringe tree bark, um, what you can do with honey. Look at this burdock root. I have seen burdock root growing in people's yards like crazy. Burdock root is really, really good for cleansing the blood. Um. It also helps with, um, okay, it's a blood purifier. So when your blood is purified, then you don't have to worry about different diseases and stuff like that deposited into your body. It's an anti-inflammatory. It helps with weight loss. So this chapter is on eczema. See, so nettle, dandelion, really good for eczema. This is just a really, really good book, really, really good book. And we got a whole bunch in, and they're $15. So... I'm going to also put the link in the description. All right. Is she on? Um, yes. Um, I think we get, get everything back. Michelle, are you here? I'm here. Can you hear me? Good. Yes, we can hear you loud and clear now. Thank you. Thank okay, you. great. All right. All right. All right, so let's get into... Thank you. All right, you should be able to... Uh, we have your video pulled up. So, Goddess, how you want to begin? Well, I would like to say I've had quite a journey with this information. I wasn't born into knowing it. And it seems like it's been part of my life as far back as I can remember. I was 
noticing things that were out of place from a very young age and wondering about them. And as I went on my life's journey, I there would be things in the environment that I would notice that it's like, that looks strange. Why is that there? Why is that big stone in the middle of that wall in Ellicott City, Maryland? Or uh, I was in the Army in Germany back in the early 80s, and on a train ride through the Alps, I would look at the Alps and go, gee, that looks really strange because there was just like a thin layer of, of greenery over the mountains. And so I was tuning into something before I woke up to, the, I think, the truth of our reality. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can, loud and clear. Okay, great. So anyway, um, it's kind of a long story, but the gist of the information that I'm sharing right now on my blog uh, website, which is piercingtheveilofillusion.com, and I convert all of my blog posts into videos, is that I found a star tetrahedron when I connected the cities of North America with the northern apex in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and the southern apex in Merida, Mexico. I had been introduced to I had been introduced to sacred geometry in about 2007, and Drunvalo Mckeldedek at the time was bringing that information back in about sacred right. geometry, so I was familiar with that. So a friend had given me a map, and I started. It was a world map, but I started noticing that cities lined up in lines in North America. And then I found the first line from Edmonton, Alberta, to Ottawa, Canada. And from there, I found a line of cities that connected from Ottawa um, down through um, Toledo and Tulsa and Oklahoma City and El Paso and Juarez, all the way down to a place called Baja Rosalia in Baja, California. So anyway, I knew enough about the dimensions of the star tetrahedron that I was able to find the, the star tetrahedron. I had been interested in megaliths my whole life. You know, how did they move those big stones and how did all that happen? And so I was fascinated with learning as much as I could from what was available at that time, which wasn't very much, but with the advent of the internet and with people doing research on earth energies and sharing more information, I would watch uh, dowsers and people studying earth mysteries and earth researchers finding the same thing in South America and in Turkey, things like that. And that laid the groundwork for what I found later on. So when I did find the star tetrahedron, I knew what to do with it. I knew there was sacred sites were placed on harmonic sites around the planet, that it was all related through sacred geometry. I knew all of that. I had been well prepared. So when I found the star tetrahedron, I proceeded to extend the lines out. And I started looking at pictures. And I was starting to see similarities all over the world. When I went as far as I could with a flat map, I switched to a globe. And I continued the process of plotting out these alignments. And so I've got about 16 spreadsheets of cities that connect. And that's what's in my blog. That's what's in my videos, what I found when I looked at these places. And it's not the most precise 
method, <laughs> but it, it works, and it's given a great deal of information up. Um, it's like I found the key that unlocked the planetary grid system, and that unlocked the suppressed global Moorish civilization. Mm, and okay. so my my work is dedicated to shining a bright light on that with compelling evidence as to why I believe what I believe and the conclusions that I've come to um, to bring this suppressed, hidden civilization back to light again. Right. Uh, it's it's been you know paradise wasn't lost; it was stolen and hidden, essentially, <laughs> and the the whole. Template the whole idea of the the unity consciousness of the Moors and the the uh, the beautiful yeah. civilization that was created that mirrored heaven and earth not only in the infrastructure of the planet which I believe uh, the master masons terraformed the earth compelling evidence to, as to why I believe that and it's it's beautiful I mean everything that's beautiful about the earth. Everything that we have is beautiful in our lives is due to our, the ancient ones and the, the civilization that was created that was in perfect balance and harmony. It's in the buildings. It's everything's lined up with uh, planets and star systems and everything that's been built. And then the society that built that was in harmony and balance. And I believe that's we're we're talking about the twelve tribes with that the twelve tribes of Israel, but it's it's all it's all mixed in there. I mean, the, the history's been so shattered and fragmented deliberately, so we wouldn't know this. That I'm piecing together what I see to the best of my ability, and that's that's really what my work is about is bringing this back out, and so that people know it. I mean, it's a false. Everything we've been educated in is false. <laughs> As far as our history goes, um, as far as I'm concerned, geology is the study of masonry. <laughs> um, right. It's just, it's just, you know, it's an amazing civilization that got um, hijacked and right. turned upside down. And um, I, I feel like the grid needs healing, the humanity needs healing, and a major step towards that is is bringing this information out. Um, I feel an urgency to do that to get it as, out as quickly as possible. So well, I've been, been working hard on it. <laughs> give them your website. Give them, give them your website again because they need to go and definitely support you in and see those and read those articles. Cause I mean, it is in depth, you know, and um, they definitely need to check that out. My website is piercingtheveilofillusion.com. All together, piercingtheveilofillusion.com. And my YouTube channel, it's under my name, which is Michelle Gibson. But if you type in Michelle Gibson Moors, because there's you know, a whole bunch of Michelle Gibsons out there. <laughs> right, right, right. Somebody, somebody wrote, it said the ley lines are magnetic torus field lines that goes through the Earth's plane. You know, so we talk the ley lines, and you're talking about the earth grades and some of these ancient mysteries um, concerning right. such. Um, I don't know if you want to go into um, your video, you know, and, um, you know, 
give everybody a link for that. Okay. Well, um, it's, that's a good point because what I would like to say is I've come into this level of awareness through the planetary alignments that I found off of the North American Star Tetrahedron and then my, my work in looking up all of these places as follow-up. That started it. A lot of flat earth people have come to my channel and also mud flood community has come and there's some resonance there. I, I didn't start out from either place and you know, so there's the flat earth globe dichotomy, but I had an exchange with somebody who said that the shape of the earth was a torus and that works for me. (laughs) That works really well for me. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say one way or the other, but the idea that the earth is a torus makes total sense. Um, The other thing is the mud flood community. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yes, I've heard of them. But my, my mm-hmm. my work has led me to there's some similarities between what they're looking at and what I'm looking at and that the buildings right. are the same buildings. Right. So I'm I've got a couple of uh pieces that I've done. One is uh explanation for what happened to the positive timeline of humanity and I believe it was deliberately hijacked. Um and I think could very well correlate to the mud flood because it it would seem that it happened relatively recently, like within the last 200 years, that there was a deliberately caused catastrophe that caused a liquefaction and a a huge mud, mud flood around the world. And that whoever these beings are that are behind this spent some time digging it out. And this is, seen in locations around the world that there's these really tall build, you know, impossibly tall masonry buildings with windows at the street level. Um, you know, why would you build a, win- a building with windows on the sidewalk indicating that there's something underneath uh, mm. doors in front of doors? Um, there's some fascinating research that other people are doing. So it's like there's this explosion about this subject right, right now. I'm the only one that I know of that's coming at it from where I'm coming from, which is the yes. the planetary alignments and and the Moorish Empire. Um, right. That's been my particular journey about getting that download. And when I say download, I mean it was like a lifelong participatory process of noticing things, having information come into my awareness, following up on it, places I've been to, people I've met things I've watched, but it was like I wanted to know the truth and that that came to me and I had everything that I ne- needed to be able to put it together um, in a way that makes a lot of sense. And again, I've, I've got a ton of information on my website in my YouTube videos that goes into great detail about why I believe what I believe but I, be, I believe it's very, very important for people to know this information because, so, you know, so much harm has been done because of it. Well, I know one of the... We're all... Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I mean, we're all one. There's no separation. Right. If humanity's been educated in a completely false paradigm, 
nothing's going to change until people know what the truth is. And That's true. Um, I think other I think other things are in play right now. I mean, we're living in in a remarkable time in terms of raising frequency and vibration. Um, lots of light coming on the planet. A lot of light workers doing great work. Um, yeah. So we're we're shifting it. Um, but I think a big part of that shift is is getting the truth out. And to me, there's absolutely no doubt about what that truth is. Right. From the moment I from the mo- very moment I learned about the Washita, I was totally wanting to know as much as I could find out. Um, it just it answers all the questions that I had that that weren't being answered. Right. Well, it definitely fills in some, some important historical, as you said, pieces of the puzzle that was missing. You know, and um, missing purposely. Um, you know, historically and you know, um, because of, I guess you would say of how, you know, of the importance and then, of course, of the various connections in which that you've discovered yourself, you know, which is, like you said, you're the only one in which that I know of that is going at it from this particular angle, you know, and this is why we definitely had to have you on the show because um, you taught me um, quite a bit, you know, of um, of information certainly. Um, the ley lines and the earth grids. And, you know, I've already was doing my research and studies on it, you know, with the tetrahedron um, over the planet earth, you know, and so forth and so on, but still didn't think about the fact of, you know, doing it, you know, um, okay. Um, doing it right, you know, right there, you know, just over North America itself and looking at it, you know, I was just doing it over the globe. In, the, in in various, you know, spaces, you know, in spots, you know, like, you know, 19.5 degrees, you know, uh, we see it um, at Hawaii, you know, and of course, there's the upswelling of energy, and then we also looked at it at different other places, just not on, you know, the planet Earth, but, you know, on the various, you know, um, you know, the other planets, you know, Mars with the Sidon site on the moon, um, near the docks, um, um, going towards the dark side on the sun, where the sunspots, um, you know, produces the um, CMEs, the coronal mass, mass ejections, uh, the red um, area on um, Jupiter, the um, hexagon area on Saturn, just, just, it, it just correlates. So it makes so much sense. That when you did it over North America and the things that you found, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you loud and clear. Okay, okay, great. So um, let me let me read something, a couple of things to you here, to kind of give you an okay. idea of my process, because. What I'm finding is we're, is we're not just talking about the very ancient, um, I'm going to call it pre-flood or Lemurian original things that are called red rocks and so forth around the world. They're all called natural, but they're not. But they're so old you can't really tell. And people don't think critically or ask questions. So they just assume that when they're told red rocks are natural, that's what they go for, even though you can see the walls. <laughs> you can see the masonry mm-hmm. and the angles. I live in Arizona. Okay. I live in Sedona, Arizona. I'm telling you, 
we can't go outside anywhere. We were just out there two months ago. It is beautiful. It's a great place. If you ever want to take a tour here, come here with a tour, I can show you a whole bunch of stuff. All right. Or hey, hey, that's the only (laughs) only thing you had to say was the word. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, I mean, and this is anywhere. I mean, you don't have to go anywhere special. Just just take a walk down your street. We're sitting right. on top of it. It's everywhere. And right. once you know what to look for, um, once I started to see it, it like just completely fell away. And I saw the ancient civilization. That's all I see when I go out because it was prolific. It was It's everywhere. So um, let me just read this to you. Um, this is the original spreadsheet that I did when I started looking things up. And the very top thing I have is key indicators of a more M-O-O-R slash M-U-U-R global presence and construction of a global grid. Cities and places worldwide are aligned on continuous geometric lines with the same characteristics it's all over the planet. And the work that I've looked at, the places that I have on my spreadsheets that are in alignment, they all have these things. Hot springs, springs of all kinds, waterfalls, small to large, salt lakes, copper mines, mountain ranges that have pyramidal and or mountains of other unusual shapes. So like Camelback, uh, Stone Mountain, Stone Mountain in North Carolina, Stone Mountain in Georgia. There's a a place in Australia called Frenchman's, Frenchman's Peak that looks like Stone Mountain in both places. I mean, just to give you an idea, you don't have to go far. This is all ancient masonry. Right. I don't know how they did it. I just know that it's it was it was created. That's right. Uh, geometric shapes like earthworks, mounds, infrastructure that are covered up everywhere. And um, one of my most powerful videos. I think they're all pretty powerful, but I have a about one that's about three and a half minutes called "A Word About Golf Courses." I've got a lot of really relevant information packed into three and a half minutes. Golf courses are mounds. They are mound builder mounds. Mm -hmm. And that short video explains how I got that. (laughs) So, you know, brother Umar's map of the Washita empire Yes. When I when I got it, I was super excited. This is before I woke up to all this other stuff. This is part of my journey. After I learned about the Washita, which was actually in a book um, by Frank Joseph called the Lost the Lost uh, the Juba. Juba. Yeah, yep. the, yeah, that one. And he talks about Burroughs Cave. And he talks about right. the Washita in that book. I read that book and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I've got to I got to learn more about this. And so um, <laughs> that was my very first introduction. Right. And from there, I read We Are the Washita, and um, I went to um, Monroe and Poverty Point, and I, I went to a lot of places in this area, and that was, that was I think, part of the reason I, I really got the information at a visceral level was because I was actively going to these places, Spiro Mounds, right. Toltec Mounds, Pinnacle Mountain, um, Mount Magazine, Eureka Springs, uh you know, when I was living in that part of the country, I that was where I woke up to this. Okay. Um, so snaky. So this is on my original list before I really got into depth, like I am now. 
uh, snaky S-shaped rivers, canals, arched bridges, onion domes around the world, presence in national, state, or local parks, universities, schools, cathedrals, churches, castles and palaces around the world, civic buildings like domed capital buildings, all manner of community buildings still in use to this day, aqueducts, anything in place with large blocks of stone in general, ruins, canyons, bluffs, mesas, escarpments, hoodoos, chimney rocks, natural anything, arches, bridges, steps, windows, artificially shaped coastlines, bays, harbors, islands. I've added to my list clock towers, prisons, fire stations, banks, because of the work that I've been doing, because that's what I'm finding. I am seeing at least four distinct periods of Moorish construction slash architecture, the same worldwide. Ancient, what would be considered medieval, what would be considered Renaissance, what would be considered modern and is still in use worldwide. Okay. I heard something not, very interesting. I heard something very interesting that you just said. You said the prints. Um what you right. found concerning those. So um the the video that I just finished that goes from Des Moines, mm-hmm. Iowa to the, the uh, Apostle Islands, which is uh, right. just off the coast of Wisconsin at Lake Superior. Um, I was looking up places connected with Des Moines. I was looking up canal systems. I found the Keokuk, uh, a map with Keokuk, which is where this, this canal is which I talk about in the video. And then I looked up another place, because I look up everywhere at this point. I mean, there's, I find stuff everywhere. So I right. looked up the Iowa State Penitentiary in, in Fort, um, oh, gosh, I, I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, there's this Fort Madison, Iowa. And it's this big castle-looking structure, heavy masonry. Towers, turrets, and then I uh, looked up Cardiff Castle in Wales, and it's the same style of masonry, the same type of towers with turrets, crenellated turrets, and firstly, I believe all of this was done deliberately, okay, the falsifications, the falsehoods, the whole thing that we're living through right now, they come up with the flimsiest of excuses to hide this ancient civilization. They're not even good lies. Right. But they've gotten away with it because they've indoctrinated us in school. They've indoctrinated us with religion. They've indoctrinated us with television. Enforcing this idea that there wasn't anything here. But what I'm finding um, is that there's plenty here <laughs> that is that was built by the the ancient ones of North America. Our There's ancient. plenty of information. It's right. hidden all. It's hidden in plain sight. My my, yes. my the name of my website is revealing what has been hidden in front of our eyes. Right. And when you look at these these buildings that people are educated in, so. I think when they when they knocked they hijacked the timeline and knocked everything on its head. Um, and again, I'm thinking this was within the last couple of hundred years. And then they just invented this false history and grafted it on top of the 
infrastructure that was already here, they Indeed. turned that infrastructure into control um, into control systems. So yeah. schools, did you go into a school that looked like a Greek temple, or did you know anybody that did? <laughs> big, big buildings, far <laughs> bigger than anything you would build for five-year-olds. Yeah. This is this is everywhere. Um, theaters, uh, the old-style theaters. So there's mind control. Um, they've torn down a lot of the buildings that were on the grid, grid originally, buildings that were built to last forever. Mm-hmm. And then they replaced it with, with flimsy particle board and plywood construction. <laughs> That's the truth. So, so it's been to just, I mean, it's been about controlling humanity. And I believe it's an interdimensional war against the creator and creation through humanity by very low vibrational beings that, that feed on human energy. I mean, that's basically what I think we're talking about. There will be no about. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, I so said that it's is like, what we know. I said that is, that is definitely what we know of what you were talking about. Feeding on human energy. Right, feeding on their energies. That's that's exactly what we have going on. We see just like they're built a flimsy and will not last for generations and centuries to come. Um, so right. will this be. So what they did was they re reverse reverse engineered the consciousness grid that was built right. to enhance life, to connect people, to connect us with the heavens. They reverse engineered it and they turned it into a control system. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I, I have a couple of series, one is called How I Found the Silk Road. And I found a, a great earth circle um, that started and entered, ended in Montreal, Canada. And I tracked that around the world and it goes right across the Silk Road. Mm-hmm. Another one is History Reads Like a Book on the Grid. And so I believe the beings that are behind this have, you know, deliberately manipulated the grid to lower collective consciousness, right. you know, every, and everything else they can do. Like I said, the chemtrails when you started out and, mm. and all of the things that have been done to oh, harm us. They say when you say chemtrails, it's Ebony. It's, so it's, it's, it's no it's, longer chemtrails. Right. It's, it's um, conspiracy theorists. So we have to say geoengineering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, geoengineering then. But I mean, but it's but we're at a place where I believe I believe we're pa- we're we're moving past this, and I know things right. look kind of crazy right now. But I really yeah. think we're talking victory of the light, and we're yeah. moving on. You know that enough yeah. enough people have awakened that th- this is accelerating, and I mean True. they can't get away with it. I mean it's. What they've done is, is totally illegal by universal law. It is. I mean, if they're telling us by movies what they're doing, and we don't know that we're being told what they're doing when we go to watch a movie, that's not telling us. You know, and it's the same thing with reading a book or whatever else. If, mm-hmm. if, if this is a free will planet and they have to tell us <laughs> um, – so anyway, it's it's not they can't get away with it. I mean they can't. Right. And um, you know, the future of the universe, uh humanity is the future of the universe. And you know, I, I really believe we're in a 
place where the worst isn't going to happen. It, they tried it, but I really, I really believe that that, that we've we're we've, well, we're beyond that. <laughs> but we're in a strange period right now because things are just coming out. Yeah. Things are coming out to the surface that have been hidden. Yeah. I like that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely agree with you. Um, you know, the fact that all this information is out and, you know, people are putting this information together, they're waking up, you know, shows and proves that, you know, the as they say, the war has already been won. You know, it's just about, you know, trying to get it more to a, um, to become a more of a mainstream thought, you know, uh, so that we can have what is called collective consciousness, you know, so that we can begin to start moving more so as a unit instead of just, you know, so individualized, you know, um, you know, just separate units and, you know, I'm over here, you over there, you know, when, you know, these thoughts are moving through the ethers and we're picking up on these frequencies, you know, we're picking up on these vibes. We're moving for it, you know, coming to conclusions such as, you know, um, that you have come to, that we have come to, and many others, hundreds and thousands and millions are beginning to come um, come to, you know. Um, I remember saying back in 1998 that that was going to be the nail in the coffin for them, as far as, you know, these forces in which that attempts to manipulate the will of, of, um, of a free people, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, who we've been imposed upon, you know, with religion, uh, with the um, false education, the mind control, you know, just everything. I mean, now they talk about, you know, sleeves, you know, making robotic bodies, you know, and you can insert a uh, soul catcher chip, you know, into, um, these sleeves head, you know, and you can remember everything. In other words, this is a way in order to go now beyond death, having to physically die, you can just take your consciousness into the next body, you know, and they actually have had movies for years, you know, uh, you know, doing this, you know, of course, I know one of the first ones I've seen was Invasion of the Body Snatchers, in a sense, to me, <laughs> but right. now they're, they're more robotic in the sense, you know, uh, robotoids, robotoids, as they refer to them as, and androids and so forth and so on, and going more towards that, you know, as well as, of course, you know, uh, the cloning things and everything else. So it's crazy. Well, I I think what you're talking about speaks to the the non-human agenda for humanity, the transhumanism and the idea of keeping you know, stealing the soul, basically, of mm-hmm. God, you know. Um, and I don't, I mean, I don't really think we're going, I mean, I, I just don't see that that's going to come to fruition, um, like right. so many other things. I, I, I think humanity's done the work um, it, against a lot of challenges, but again, I think a, a lot of the people that are light workers uh, or whatever right. name you want to go by, have been sincerely working to raise the planetary vibration and and anchor light. Um, I know that's the direction that I'm going in with my my grid work. Um, I'm very active in that capacity, and um, 
in terms of muting. And, and that's what I want to bring forward. I bring the information forward for healing and transmutation. And right. um, there's a lot to be upset about. And I've been, I've cried. I've been through a whole bunch of emotions and anger about what's taken place. But that we don't resolve it from that level. Of I remember them days. I was about to say I remember them days, Michelle. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm telling you that I think that that's that's you're angry, you're frustrated. What can you do? You're crying. You're sad. You know, you're sad. Wake up. Right. And then you're looking at people like you don't see this. You know so. But you learn to give the the information to the people who want it, right? And then you also learn that what they are within you. So whether they get it or not, it's okay because you got it. And and that's that's kind of how. I know. I know. My information is not for everybody. Um, There are going to be some people that aren't at a place where they can release their belief system. But there are a lot of people that are asking questions and ready. And what I understand about consciousness is that it it, it just takes a percentage to sh- make a, a big shift in consciousness. Right. And so, and then it accelerates and it's exponential. Right. Um, Goddess, so we're, I'm beeping, just, I'm ex- we're okay. beeping in the other line. And um, just click over, Goddess. Um, People saying that you're muscle, they want to be able to really hear you. And we want them to hear you too. So just Okay, do I need home. to answer the phone then? Yes. yes. Okay. And then I'm going to merge you on in. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, we can hear you. How about that, y'all? Is okay, that better? Right? Oh, yeah. That's loud. That's not loud. Okay, you were saying? Okay, um, so I was saying, from what I understand, consciousness is something where not everybody has to wake up, but enough have to wake up, like a percentage, and that it accelerates from, from that point. So I know that not everybody is going to understand what I'm saying, um, and when I say that, I mean it's the general public. Right. Um, but I'm getting a very positive response from people that have been following my work, uh, very positive. And for those that resonate with it, it's like, it's time. It's not something that you can just look at on the surface. Um, My web, my, either my videos or the blog itself, there's a lot of information in there. Um, So when you read it or watch it, just, Give it your full attention because ton of stuff in there. Michelle, Michelle, do you consider yourself, um, um, with all due respect, a Caucasian woman? Oh yes, I am. <laughs> okay, because I'm just like I'm just like like you just really don't hear Caucasian women on this information. You know, so do you feel like it's because you were in Sedona, Arizona, or I mean, like... um, I came just to I came to Sedona because of the grid, mm-hmm. because of the point on the consciousness grid uh, two years ago. Um, and actually, I I can't say that that um, that came into it that way. I feel like 
I think I feel like I was born to do this, actually, mm-hmm. um, because right. I started noticing things from a very young age. Right. And the way that I've lived my life, I've, I've lived in an uncon- unconventional way, so I, I wasn't really tied into anything as far as belief systems go or anything. I had nothing invested. Um, and I also want to say that um, on my dad's side of the family, um, the family's oral history was that they were Huguenots. And when I was a kid, because oh. mm-hmm. that's the only thing they knew, right. Huguenots were Reformed Calvinists right. that were massacred in, in France. Right. And, and they saw refuge in Louisiana. And then, mm-hmm. with the Internet age, you right. find out there are Moors and Kephars. That's right. So I've got, I've got Moors bloodlines, right. and I also have the bloodlines of the so-called Europeans that came to North America starting with the Mayflower. Mm-hmm. Again, that's what, what that, I don't even know at this point what's true about our history to even say how, what that means. <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> well, you got the protection uh, for the protections. So we done infiltrated through the experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the, um, to the bill, you know, to the fight. So I'm grateful, <laughs> you know, the good thing. Yeah. But I, I think I've got DNA on both, of both. And I, I believe that's for feeling both. Well, Huguenots, um, in 2005, I did a video um, on the flooding of Louisiana, um, of New Orleans. And we actually spoke about the Huguenots and how they came from France and actually um, sought refuge um, in Louisiana, you know. Um, and mixed with the Washita. So um, that that is that is also that is the Moore's connection right there. Um and that's probably why you draw into the Washita information. I believe it's a big part of it. Um mm-hmm. I have a little bit of knowledge about my star ancestry. I am a star seed. Right. Um, and I, I do believe we pick our incarnations, and so I believe I picked this one because of the, the dual connection exactly. of DNA. Right. Um, and I and I think I mean I'm not just putting this out by myself. I've got help uh, from my guides. Right. Um, big help. Right. Well, I, I, <laughs> when I said I want to know the truth, they said we got a live one. <laughs> exactly, and, so and, and I, I can tell. With, uh, I can tell. Information. Right. With with all this information that you're putting out, and for me reading and studying what you're putting out, I'm like, ooh, you know, you blowing me away. And and sometimes that's hard to do. So <laughs> I know the ancestors are. Um, I know the ancestors are guiding you. There's, there's no doubt about that. Um, the other thing is, yes, I mean, it's like I got exposed to every piece of information I would need to be able to put the whole thing together. Right. Um, so for anybody that's interested, um, a good place to start is my um, physical evidence for the military grid system and a suppressed global civilization. Um, it's pinned on my webpage, and it's the last video on my channel because it was the first one I uploaded. That gives a really good framework for the information I'm putting out, and I got it done first. It took me a while to get it done, but apparently I was the one that was supposed to make the video because the guy who paid to do it, just he just couldn't get it done. Right. 
I was in a hurry to start blogging because I, I knew it was really important to get the information out. Um, if it had just been for me, I think I just had to do for whatever reason, and it wouldn't have mattered because I knew that it was time for stuff to come out. Right. Um, and it's not anything that I came to overnight. I mean, this has been a, a multi-year process. Right. Uh, starting, it really took off in 2007. Oh. Um, but my, my life journey has been a path um, where I had very different experiences for most people. I had joined the Army and uh, I forgot the Army. I was in college, not married, and I was to New Mexico, and then I moved to Alaska, and then I moved to Wyoming. And, you know, I've, I've lived in a lot of different places. And the perspective that the particular information that I'm sharing now came to me, it really developed in 2016. 2016 was the year on the start of the the year it really came together. But I'm saying this because I was preparing myself, I was thinking 2011 and 2016 was videos I've watched on YouTube and I've followed medical media conference uh, information was fascinating. Right. Um, uh, fingerprints of the gods and all this right. I had questions out and Grand I found uh, Mark Sims book Return of the Serpents of Wisdom and that was the book I read that gave yeah. me anything yeah. that was a good question when yes. I from these other researchers. Yes, yes. Mark so I'm throwing that out there because because also have the but a wisdom perspective right. well. It's, yes. it's my my world view, my belief system that you know, the idea of virus, ISIS and horrors with mother, father, child, and even humanity is armed to how to connect God um, I've got that background well. Right. And that's the background because so um, of um he actually helped with the initiation of my teacher um, into a um, into an order. So that that that's deep, you know. And the Return of the Surface of Wisdom is an excellent book. Y'all definitely need to get that book if you don't have Return of the Surface of Wisdom. Mark among Pinkle, y'all slipping, frail, because that is such a fantastic book. It will quickly put you in the right mindset of um, of analyzing the Americans. You know, not just for America. Um, and also another good author would be David um, Childress. Um, David Childress. Um, all of his books. You know, he goes into um, Americas, not just worldwide, but the Americas. So. Um, it's real, it's real, it's really You have to get books into your library. And I, I actually purchased those in 2013. Right. So just as an example of this being a process for me, but it was like everything that I needed came. <laughs> things that I would watch, things that I'm drawn to watching. I'm not going to try and watch television for years. I don't care for movies at this point. Right. I did before, but I'm I'm really not at this point. Um, 
going on there that's not good. Yeah, um, I agree. So it was it wasn't just a quick decision. It was a, it's been a very long process. Um, on my website, I relate the first ten posts, which is family background or family background in early awareness. When I was about six seven years old, um, but I was on a softball team for the church that we attended, and I was really interested in watching the practice games. So I would. Uh, go down in the woods right next to the softball field. And I found big stones down there, huge stones. Right. I, I mean, remember this. I was really young, and I lived in Rockville. Together for me, I realized that was one of the code words for how to cover this up. And they are, um, anything, you know, natural, the natural. Right. Or anything like that, it's the kind of work because this whole small system was placed on top of it, and they got into our heads and from seeing it by not including it, not including this other true history, and educating us in a false history of the country. I mean, that's just part of it. How do you keep people from seeing what's right in front of us? Right. It, it was a, a deep infiltration of our our cognitive uh, perception features, filters. We don't tell people it's there, so they don't see it. Right. I mean, Pinnacle Mountain in in uh, outside Little Rock is a pyramid. <laughs> it's a pyramid. How many people look people climbing up and down by the every year? They're on pyramid, and they have yeah. no idea. Energy had something to do with energy. 
and the other half was waste management. And the same thing with identical structures that were huge in different parts of Oklahoma City, and then there was the one up in Eden, and Enid, and it's the same idea. But, you know, it's an earthwork, big structure. Right. Um, I've seen wind turbines at ancient sites, and I, I think they're harvesting the, the energy of the earth grids, mm. and it's not really wind. I think it's something else. Right. They all move at the same speed, whether it's wind's blowing or not. Um, I've got a, a good video and blog post where I go into that um, idea that there's a relationship between the energy industry the, and the ancient technology. Right. And that was just a lot of observations after I started realizing what I was seeing. And a lot of rabbit holes in Oklahoma City. You start looking for the moors, and I'm telling you, it's really weird. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had that experience before, but I started following big stones and other earthworks, and they're trying to get close to Oklahoma River where they have it cut off, and you can't get close to it, and no. um, things like that. I mean, it's like they blocked it off. <laughs> you can't, you can't go look for it. Right. And then they've got big highway systems where people just drive quickly by so nobody's paying attention to it. Yeah, we heard about that with the Grand Canyon, that there are ancient hieroglyphics in the Grand Canyon, and then rangers will come get you if you try to hike it, you know? Mm-hmm. I have some friends that were went to the Grand Canyon last summer, um, and they, they went off exploring somewhere. It wasn't the main part, so nobody bothered them, but they found... Um, Precision, precision drill holes in stones at the Grand Canyon. Pictures of that. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the canyon is also a cover-up code word, so any canyon is, is basically ancient infrastructure. As mm-hmm. our bluff, the bluff is a bluff. They don't want you to see the wall that's there. Right. Escarpment. I know what we um, noticed. I've got a picture. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I got a picture of the Niagara Escarpment and the New River Gorge in West Virginia, and they look identical. Mm. Well, what I, what we noticed so as we, we was coming through from um, Phoenix going into Sedona when we came there um, a few months ago, what we noticed was something very interesting is that um, – from what we could detail, we know that the Grand Canyon had to have been dug, in a sense, and we've seen all these mounds, you know, um, as we are traveling for those, um, wait, two hours? Yeah. You know, two hours from Phoenix into Sedona, you know, we've seen um, all these mounds, dirt, what look like dirt mounds, you know, and first thing comes to our mind was could they have been, you know, dug, you know, from the Grand Canyon and, and you know, and and then, you know, just, I mean, it was just to us, it was like, yo, who did this? It was just, yeah. it, it was something to right. wish that, you know, you couldn't even imagine, you know? But the whole landscape is covered with um, 
ancient masonry and pyramids. Right. Um, you know, again, if you decide to do a tour here, I could take you and show you a lot of stuff. All right. Well, we come in. Arizona was beautiful. I want to come when it's hot, though. Because <laughs> it was like fall hot. Um, it was hot in your my, car, but my it was cold. My recommendation is come, come in um, late spring. Okay. Late spring is your best time. Because when it gets hot, it's really, really hot. Right. So so that would be what, around May? May, May is a good time. Okay. We actually have a rainy season here, which is uh, July and August usually. It rains every day. Oh. Okay. okay. See, the, it's a misnomer. They talk about the Sanagua culture, which right. means without water. We're sitting on top of a artesian aquifer. Right. There's plenty of water underground. And plus, while we and did, there's, we've there's, seen there's, the sphinx. And there's canals. Um, you know, there's no water in them anymore. Well, there's water with rains. Right. But there's an ancient canal system here. You know, it's just all covered up. Mm. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I just I want to reiterate, there's there's a lot to be upset about, um, especially when you see it and you know you start to really understand what's taking place. But um, yeah, you know, it's a time to really come together and transmute and and just focus on. I'm going to focus on the beauty of this, this civilization that created all of this. Right. And it goes back to ancient, and it, it's, it's modern. We're still using the buildings that they built, and they're beautiful. Right. They're beautiful. Uh, whimsical and you know, ornate. Um, are you familiar with Star Forts? Yes. So the, the most watched video that I have on my channel is I have 7,000 views on my What Are Star Forts video. And that's like a gateway topic for this for the general public because there's a lot of interest that people have in star reports because they're all over the planet. And I bring that up because if you look at the different types, there's there's one in the Netherlands that's like lace. I mean, it's just a beautiful structure at Port Portange. Um, and the, the indicators are that these had an energy function. Um, I'm thinking they were star forts connected in some ways to stars. And part of the planetary grid, part of the planetary energy grid. Right. And when the hijack took place, they turned them into military things. But the, the Statue of Liberty is sitting on top of a star port. Mm. And I believe the base of the Statue of Liberty is a Moorish construction. Right. That's um, what it looks like to me, heavy right. masonry. Mm-hmm. And again, I... I, I I don't trust the history that we're taught. Um, yeah, I was, I'm just thinking I have a, a, a different view of the Statue of Liberty because of what I've come into awareness of. Um, yeah, we're familiar with narrative. it. We're also familiar with France giving it, you know, to the melanated people as a gift after being um, so-called released. Um, but, that's, but that's deep that um, that the Statue of Liberty is on the ley line. Well, it makes sense. That's, that does. It makes a lot of sense. I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sitting, it's, if you look at a picture of it, it's sitting on top of a star fort. Right. Mm. We saw the but star fort that they just, was on. They just grabbed it. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. You were saying they just grabbed it. Yeah, they just grabbed this timeline on top of the infrastructure right. and tell stories about how they got there. Right. <laughs> um, the video that I just finished today, um, I was looking in Menominee, Wisconsin, and I there's a theater there called the Mabel Painter Theater, Memorial Theater, and it was said to have been built in the late 1800s by the parents of a girl that, that died. The inside looks like the same architecture as the Alhambra in Spain. Mm. And that was the comparison that I gave of right. the photos of inside the theater and the Alhambra. Right. I mean, it's definitely more, it's definitely Moorish. Um, and I have other examples in the nominee itself to show um, what I'm talking about with the beauty of the architecture that was here. And there's no way in heck with the stories that we've been told about what we've been taught in our history, that we're capable of doing that when they say what we're doing, that was done. We can't do it today, much less a hundred years ago. Right. But because we haven't been told otherwise, and they cannibalize this, right? People don't question the context that the information is given in. Um, another example of that is the Parthenon in Nashville. They tell us that the Parthenon in Nashville, which is just like the Parthenon in Athens, was built in two years for, like, the Tennessee Centennial Expo or something weird like that. They, so they're saying that a, Greek, a Greek-like building was built in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are, the, these are the stories that they right. tell us yeah, about is. when things were built. Right. And ensures I'm sitting here that that was not built in two years right. in the late 1800s. It would have been built a long time ago. Right. So it's, I'm just giving, I'm just coming up with some examples mm-hmm. off the top of my head of how flimsy lies have been taught to us by these people that don't want people to know who was really here, what was really going on. Right. And, and again, we're talking until relatively recently based on what I'm seeing, not just in the ancient past, but really recently. I mean, it, even if you look at the U.S. Capitol and the Supreme Court building, right. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure those, those weren't built when they said they were built either. <laughs> You're right. And again, we're talking monumental architecture. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I don't know what city Washington, D.C. was <laughs> in the old world. <laughs> I'm sure it was a famous one. But, um, you know, it's just we can't do today what they're telling us was done 200 years ago. Right. And if they didn't have any way of lifting, you know, making big columns of stone or lifting them or making domes or anything like that, I mean, there's nothing that we've been taught that would explain how it was done. Other than they said, we said so, so trust us. Not any further than I can throw them <laughs> at this point. You yeah. and us both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. The thing is, is um, it's 
elevating above this foolishness because it's like the vibration of if I can't have it, nobody can. So the destruction of so many vital things, water, the air. I mean, even even down to what we're talking about with the structures. I mean, originally it was over 200,000 mounds. Now it's less than 20,000. So, I mean... Anybody's good. Right. I mean, not they're, for anybody's they're good. destructive entities. They're non-humans, right. but they managed to find a way to get into humans to harm each other and to harm the earth. Exactly. Um, they're the ones that caused the yeah. separation and the division. Divide and conquer tactic. That's their number one tool. And since humans and Parasitic beings took advantage of humans being incarnate in uh, this, uh, sorry, physical form. Mm-hmm. And how easy it is to separate our connection with source and our connection with oneness um, and rush to judgment and, you know, be in fear and all the things that have been used to manipulate people to get them to react a certain way, which doesn't benefit humanity, but it benefits these parasitic beings that are behind it. They get humans to do the... And in many, many cases, in ignorance. Right. I mean, if you're a workman and you have to do the construction of the house and you have to demolish the mound that they don't know is a mound. <laughs> right. It's a hill. Um, it's being done unconsciously. Right. Because the information's not there. But I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I say we are too. Exactly. And I'm glad of it because you have some very important information that needs to be put out. You know, so for the audience, once again, for those that's just knowing, give them um, your uh, website once more. My website is www.piercingtheveilofillusion.com. My YouTube channel is Michelle Gibson, and you can find that easily if you type in Michelle Gibson Morse, and it comes up at the top. Okay. And all of the blog posts are converted into video format. And... And so it's just clear to me that it was given to me to get it back out again. Right. And I can't sit on something like this and, and not do something with it. I agree. That's like all the ostriches all the ostriches in history that have put their head in the sand because it was too much or too hard and that's got us to where we are now. And um, you know, I can't disrespect the ancient ones by not acting on getting this information out. To the best of my ability. And I would be happy to be interviewed by anybody. Um, My dearest desire would be to be able to do this full time. Um, Right now, I can. Um, I have a VA pension. My husband um, passed away in 2001, and I found out in 2017 that it was service-connected, and I was able to get a VA pension. So I have that. I did have... 
a job until the end of the year. I was working at a rock shop, which I met a lot of people that I connected with about this work. And the owner went out of business at the end of the year. So um, my hope is to be able to find a way to support myself doing this so I can do it full time. Right. Well, YouTube uh, will help. And then also, see, you got you accumulated all that knowledge about crystals and stuff, so that's really profitable too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so maybe you can start implementing that on your website. And also, um, your yeah. um, Michelle is coming. She definitely is coming. Um, we've been talking about on the cruise with us. Y'all cruise. know we are going to the pyramids together. We got and lecturing together. and showing you the presentations. You know and you know, you're interested in hearing this right now. Wait till we get on the ship and we have those lecture days and you see the presentation, you see the information, you're going to be blown away for real. Like I said, it's very hard for me to even get excited about interviewing people and information. But when I've read her information, going to her website and if we email back and forth, you know, um, I said, we got to get you on because it just doesn't make any sense, you know, um, for you to have, you know, all this information and then not to be out there, you know. So um, one more time, Michelle, please give them your email address or uh, your, my, your my YouTube website, and my your website. Revealing what has been hidden right in front of our eyes and unlocking hidden truths is the title of it. YouTube, Michelle Gibson, type in Morse, they'll come up right away. And I just want to share the synchronicity that happened. Um, I had just finished up doing a part, I'm working on a circle alignment off of Algiers, Algeria, and that's the one that's gone into. North America through the heart of the Washita and um, on up through Des Moines, Iowa and Wisconsin and I'm heading into Canada right now in my next one. Um, so I, the, about two parts ago I was I headed into Chatham Mall, which is it might be where the cruise is uh, yeah. actually it's crossing over on two. So I had done yeah. a post about um, Honduras and Belize. Right. And I have these data points when I originally went through and followed the alignments of cities that I wrote down. So that's my guide to where I'm looking on these planetary alignments. And so I had gone through Honduras and noticed that there was an island called Roatan just off the coast of Honduras. And islands are always interested, always interesting places, always. I've never found an island on this grid that hasn't been interesting. So I looked at Roatan. So I know all about Roatan now. And then um, I went up through Belize and then hit Chatham Mall. And then I'm crossing the alignment towards Morita and going right through this area uh, that this cruise is going to be going through. Right. So Roatan, which I had never heard of right. up until two weeks ago, and then Kohanwick, uh, I had never heard of, but I was looking for ruins around Chetamal. And then I looked up Lavna, which is on the alignment, and I saw stonework that reminded me of Great Zimbabwe. 
and I looked up Great Zimbabwe, and it wasn't it wasn't enough. So I looked up other images from Zimbabwe, and I found um, these ruins that looked exactly like what was in Lavna, the same brick patterns, masonry, and that reminded me of the Astana tombs in the Uyghur Autonomous Region of China, which are done in Adobe. Gobi brick, the same patterning that you see in Zimbabwe and in um, on the Yucatan Peninsula in this one place. Mm. And and then I want to say so in in uh, Mali. Okay, let's use Mali as a starting point. Uh, you have Jene, you have the, the Great Mosque of Jene, which is right. the, the world's second largest Adobe building. Right. It looks like um, the bomb citadel in Iran, which is the world's biggest mud brick building. And then there's these mud brick adobe buildings all up through Central Asia and China that looks like the mud brick buildings in Mali right. and throughout Africa. Right. And then and then you extend that and you have that here also in the, you know, the adobe buildings of the southwest and so forth. I think it's all the same, all the same builders. Right. I agree. But that's all been lost. Right. But the evidence is there. I mean, if you if you start looking for it and you start looking for it on the grid lines, it's like I have. This is how I found out. I didn't know this stuff before I started. I don't even know before I start to write a post mm -hmm. what I'm going to find. I know where to look. I know what to look for. And I always find what I'm looking for. So it's just I've, I've just been able to build this case for what I'm saying based on the physical evidence, because it's not in writing. <laughs> you're, you're not going to find it in writing. Right. Unless you're looking at a specialized website. Right. Michelle, we have... So that's just an example. We have a couple of questions. Um, you were talking about the water that's under you, that's in, while you're in Arizona. Um, is that fresh water? Yes. Or is it salt water? It's fresh water. Okay. And also, too, Goddess, um, when is your birthday? July 19th, 1963. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I got, like, five things going on in my cancer in my 11th house. I'm a double cancer. Um, I'm a Virgo ascendant. Pluto's on my ascendant. Uranus <laughs> is on my ascendant. That's why, that's, that's why we connect, because I'm Virgo ascendant. Uh -huh. And analytical. That's the fine and I'm, and I'm April the 19th. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alpha and the Omega. Great <laughs> memories. Can start and finish. <laughs> I, have, I have quite the natal chart. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I tell, with all my, all my cancer, um, I'm I'm a very sensitive person. Right. And I I I kinda think without the Virgo ascendant I probably would be a basket case. But the Virgo ascendant um is how I organize myself and, and I've got all the Virgo qualities. So it just um why I'm here doing this, I've got the intuition and the sensitivity and I've got the organizational skills to be able to put it in a, a way that is understandable. And then that, you know, that's been my biggest goal with this work that I'm doing is 
being really clear um, as to what I'm saying and make it believable and understandable so that somebody watching it, even somebody without a background of understanding it, will will see it right. and question it. Right. Because it's there. Exactly. Exactly. And I have found some amazing, amazing examples of similarities of places around the world where, where you would not expect to find them. Right. Had you ever heard? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, you said, have we ever heard what, Queen? I'm sorry. I didn't. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. Brother Fahim, you were trying to say something? Yeah, I was saying that was pretty excellent. It was excellent. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, she talked about the cancer and how she learned how to deal with that, the given of it, you know, uh, a lot of her wisdom and the, uh, the teaching she had received and used it uh, to save her life. Mm-hmm. So that dress was very outstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a beautiful legacy. Yeah. It's a beautiful legacy that everybody needs to know about. It's, it's for everybody. This is this is about the human legacy, the legacy yeah. of the most positive, fullest expression of human potential on earth that there's ever been. Yes. And, and you didn't even need a doctor, did you? I'm sorry. Did you ever need a doctor or much uh, help in the medical profession? That they call it. Yeah, I, I did. I was I was a, a nursing home social worker for about 13 years. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've worked with medical field before. I'm not currently in it, but um, I, I do have a background. Okay. With, with just them alone, a lot of it has a lot to do with your own techniques and your own uh, treatment of yourself. Is that correct? This is, yes, this is my story about how I found out about all this stuff. All right. It's, it's all right. very personal. Outstanding. Because I've, I've collected bits and pieces of information that I've been able to work in my blog. Uh-huh. And a good example of that is when I was going through Mali, I knew about Sandy Agara's apartment where the Dogon lives. Right. Uh-huh. And I've learned, I've learned things about the Dogon from other researchers. Right. Uh, so I knew about I knew about their knowledge of Sirius. I I knew so many mm-hmm. different things about the Dogon, and I was mm-hmm. able to include some really interesting stuff okay. <laughs> in the in the post um, when I was going through Mali. And if if you look at Bondia Sara escarpment right next to Mesa Verde in Colorado, same construction. Right. Okay. So the home of the Dogon in Mali looks like Mesa Verde in Colorado. Okay. Excellent. And what area is that? Thank you very in, much. And what okay. area is that? And what area is that in Colorado? Brother Fahim, your background is loud because you're listening to it on YouTube too. Michelle, okay, thanks for muting. Michelle. Yeah. Um, what what is what was that area in Colorado? What was the what? The area in Colorado in which that correlates to the Dogon area in Mali. It's Mesa Verde. Mesa Verde. Okay, got you. Mesa, Mesa mm-hmm. Verde. Okay. 
Okay. They look the same. They look the same. Mm. Well, that, see, that makes sense because the Omecs were Malians. They came from out of Mali based on the language of um, Dr. Cl- um, Clyde Winters. Um, he speaks of the Omecs or the sheep people, as he refers to them as, coming from out of Mali, you know, over 5,000 years ago, and how they was um, part of the ancient Egyptians, um, Ethiopians, Kushites, in that sense. And when we went to Mexico back in 2013, um, a Mayan told us, and he was an um, anthropologist, and he was a tour guide, and he said that um, those pyramids were not Mayan, they was Omec. He said, and that the Omecs built those pyramids and that they were um, Egyptian, um, um, Kushite Egyptians, or uh, Egyptian Kushites. Um, he says um, Egyptian Nubians, you know. So, you know, we're looking at, you know, speaks of the fact that they left from out of Egypt around 8,000 years ago or 6,000 B.C., and went into Mali, or what we now refer to as Mali. And then, of course, if the Dogon branched out from them, because we know that the Dogon allegedly spoke, um, well, excuse me, not the Dogon, but the Omecs allegedly spoke um, a language tied to the Dogon, which was called Mandi. Um, they was um, mm-hmm. part of the Mandi or Mandika um, people. Um, the Mandika people, and even to this day, you still have the Dinka people, which live, who are the Nubians, who live outside of um, Egypt, um, going down towards Aswan to this day. So we're looking at um, the same people as you were talking about from the ancient mystery school who built these pyramids and these mounds around the world, you know. Um, and And the Mayans verified that, you know, the tour guide, when we went to Mexico, he verified it by saying that the Omecs were the um, Egyptian Nubians and that they built these pyramids, you know. So this all correlates, you know, and people just have to be able to put these clues together, you know, because it's very important that we um, begin to start teaching right history and, um, you know, for everybody can be on the same page of what we need to be doing, you know, to get back to greatness once again. Because right now we live in a, a degraded society. I mean, with... Um, you know, we was talking with these geoengineering chemtrails with, you know, GMO food, fluoride in the water, you know, 5G, you know, causing diabetes and cancer. I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on and on with the craziness that is, you know, which is going on right now. And the only thing we can do is try to protect ourselves the best way we can, you know, um, these magnets and organites. Or organ pieces, crystals, crystals and meditation, you know, meditation, yoga. yoga, right? You know, I mean, and you in a good Positive spot. Thought. You you in a good spot because you know it's not it's a powerful lot. Right, it's right. so magical. Then you got that heat burning off them toxins every you know season. Um, then you got those energy grids. We actually tried to go live in Arizona, and Eileen's computer fried. Went out. You know, and um, one it's a pretty powerful place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Breathtaking. You come out of Whole Foods, you're like, oh my god, it's just so magical. Yeah. 
I was driving. I, I came here. I was. I had been studying um, planetary alignments and grids even before the tetrahedron, star tetrahedron that I found that my work is based on. But I found it because I had been studying other researchers' work. Right. And I knew the ancients were very precise. Mm-hmm. Things were um, the pyramid um, grid off of Giza and how precise are at harmonic places around the planet or relates back to sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I uh, think the, the YouTube video is long gone, but somebody did a YouTube video demonstrating that there was a pie relationship between Angkor Wat and Poverty Point. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish it wasn't gone. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could direct people to it because it's fascinating. Yeah, it but it's just, I mean, our history is just total bunk and right. um, what we're taught. And I saw that video. You know, there's different ways to the truth, but what I, what I'm hopefully bringing forward is um, just going to show people a whole nother perspective about the beautiful legacy of, of humanity, um, and that we're not what we're, we're told we are right. by our, our culture. Right. And, um, you know, ancient aliens brings out a lot of interesting stuff. And if it was called the ancient humans, it wouldn't be on the air. <laughs> um, so I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful that ancient aliens gets out things that get people thinking about it. Right. But I don't think they're aliens. Right. Maybe there was a, you know, a, a partnership. Right. And a relationship with the galactic community mm-hmm. that we lost when we were quarantined. Right. But we're talking human, and I think it's even more spectacular than we can even imagine. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a um. We had some statements. I was just. I was just. Mm-hmm. I would, I just real quick, I just want to what I want to finish that up with. Um, I believe Morris Masons built all of this, and they don't get credit for it. Right. Everybody gets credit, right. but Morris Masons, and they're the ones that built it. Right. All of it. Well, we get so, credit. They call us the dragon. <laughs> you know, like you were seeing the code words for the ancient rocks and stuff like that. They they give us credit calling us. Um, I noticed like Lionheart, um, what was that movie with the dragons and stuff? We were noticing how they call they reference us, but it's not our name. Right. Mm-hmm. Cold words, like you said. You said um, there was a question? Yeah. Prosign B. He says the hyperboloid is the eye of Horus or the eye of Taurus. He says that it creates a black hole at the center where all the elements get recycled. The black hole is also the pole, a.k.a. the tree of life. Um, Procyon um, B uh, uh, is a flat earther. And so he's speaking about the fact that at the um, what, Antarctica, at the North Pole, um, there's a, there, there is a um, hole or pole there, which that leads into um, um, the next dimension or the next world, the inner world, as they refer to it as. Um, 
he he just making that comment, being that we speaking on um, the ley lines. He's saying that these ley lines evolved from out of that area, uh, as well as also the um, aurora borealis, um, the the northern lights. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think of the the Earth as a torus with the tube down the middle and the magnetic lines right um, as part of that torus that and going down through the center of the earth like the center of the torus <laughs> that makes a lot of sense yeah makes sense all right are there any closing words you would like to say before we go Michelle Oh, as I call you, Professor uh, again, Gibson. Thank you so much uh, for the invitation, and I, I want to get this information out. Yes. Um, share it. <laughs> share it freely on my website or my my YouTube videos. Um, there, like I said, there is a lot of information in there. I really got it. I got it. I understand it. And. I learn more with every post that I write, um, everything I do research for, and the picture just becomes clearer and clearer. Right. That this is a, a beautiful worldwide civilization. There's no place on the planet that it was not. Right. And that humanity's been engineered to see what we see today, and it's just simply not the truth. They, something was done to engineer humanity um, because the Moors were all over the planet. Right. Um, we're, talking, we're talking all through Norway, uh, Iceland, you know, Asia. Uh, I, I showed you that that thing where I found things up on Wrangell Island off the coast of Siberia. Right. Um, they mark Moorish architecture and uh, a place called Cape Awesome, which looks just like the Chesil Beach Causeway at Portland Island off the coast of England. Mm. The same thing. Right. I mean, the coastlines are engineered. They're smooth. They're shaped. Um, you can find the same style in different places all over the world. So there was one civilization that was possible or responsible for doing this because it, there's no way it could have been random because it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Absolutely. I'm one and, of the late great the- brother Khalid Muhammad. He said. Africa was our throne. The world was our home. <laughs> you know, um, I just can't reiterate enough how important it is to travel. That's why we are pulling y'all to Royal Caribbean. We're going to vacation together and we're going to see some pyramids and do our little fake rituals. So bring your stage, bring your frankincense, bring your drum, bring your body. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> Any closing remarks, Brother Fahim, co-host? Yes, I enjoyed the show. The show was excellent. Uh, I, I just like love hearing other people saying about uh, uh, saying that the Moors were all over the world, not just Spain and and uh, uh, doing the Moorish Empire in Europe. Right. Uh, you take the, the, the I don't know if that's going to be too long. Right. You, you take the the United Washington, either the Monday of Moor Empire. 
been around over 100,000 years. Right. That has been declared by 144 nations across the world and the United Nations. Right. So we were we were here. We were calling ourselves Moors before there was a Moorish Empire in Europe. Before right. there was a Europe. Right. So that's what I'm trying to. I'm glad you uh, put that out there. Uh, yes. You know, I appreciate you. I hope you'll be back soon. Well, thank you. And the uh, the, the video that you were talking about. Um, Part eight of the Algiers Circle alignment goes right through. Um, I talk about the uh, Mississippi River being a mirror of the Nile River. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I give evidence for that. But I also know that the ancient civilization mirrored everything. And so I didn't think of that until I started doing the research for the post. And I think I was able to give pretty convincing evidence that it is in fact a mirror of the and we've just we've just been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah we have. We have dramatically it's very it's a very compelling comparison. Right. We're hearing that our audio right. is horrible and it's not been this bad in you know a, a long time. So yeah, we definitely gonna have you um have you on have again to. real soon because um like you said, we gotta get this information out. So um uh, whenever you're ready to come on again, we do this. Um we attempt to do this every Wednesday, um, between eight or either nine o'clock. Um, we went to nine o'clock, um, because I knew we wasn't gonna be back because we trying to, um we trying to open up this um vegan restaurant. So we put in um, you know, getting things done up in there. We got a, uh, uh, we got an inspection tomorrow. So, you know, just getting prepared for that. So, um, that's why we was a little bit late getting back in order to try to get this going, but we appreciate you coming on. Um, as I call you Professor Gibson, cause you are a professor. There's no doubt about that. Sure. I want to call you Dr. Gibson, um, because you definitely are the teacher, um, you know, which that, um, you know, definitely deserve, you know, the students to go and check out and and um download the these these videos as well as also this information um for they can begin to start putting um these clues together here and was that you have so lovingly given to the masses, um, you know, these these pieces of this puzzle is, is, is necessary, you know, um as we said earlier in this day and time. Um, so we appreciate you coming on, and we will definitely have you on again. Um, and as we always say, continue now, now for, for days and weeks and months and years to come. We are moving towards our cherished, cherished goals of health, wealth, knowledge of ourselves, enlightenment, happiness, and full contentment in every action, enterprise, and we have so much abundance which that we're able evolved. to. Oh yeah, <laughs> and wish that we. Wish, wish to be involved with right. <laughs> is bringing increasing rewards. We have so, so much abundance that we're able to share with and those who are sincere along the way. way. We're moving closer towards the oneness of God, God and guidance and the full release of our inner highest. I say, y'all, we out. Peace. First World Order Radio, finally, finally. Mm-hmm. We are on the edge.
no doubt. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. Begin on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows. Giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday, 8 o'clock, we are now going to make this week the hottest day of the week. Thunder Bay, and um, really ancient connections there. So, and then I'm going to follow that around through Ontario. And
They said they think YouTube did it. How about on Facebook? I bet you this shit just is clear. You might have to upload it from YouTube. Yeah, we upload it, right? Yeah, it's clear. There it is. Yeah, it's clear on here. Video, click the video, and then embed it. 